Hello and welcome to the Sacred Space Storytelling Podcast, a place where we will dive deep into epic discussions on birth, motherhood, womanhood, rites of passage, and so much more. We are your hosts, Lucy, a mama of four, a birth keeper, a women's worker, and a past midwife who has left the system in the pursuit of truly being with woman. And Christy, a mama of three, birth and pregnancy advocate, community service worker with a strong interest in the shamanic dimensions of the journey from girlhood into womanhood and beyond. Come with us now as we unravel today's conversation. Hello and welcome to the Sacred Space Storytelling Podcast. This is episode 12. <laughs> I had to 12. think there for a minute. Um, and you're here with Christy and Lucy as always. And today we have the beautiful Dina. And Dina. She... <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and she's coming on to tell us about her first birth, which we are so excited to hear. Dina is a Polynesian and European of Polynesian and European descent. She was born and raised on Darug and Gundungara lands, being very involved in the community through drumming, dancing and transpersonal development work. Dina now continues to reside in the beautiful Blue Mountains with her partner, her daughter, and soon to arrive her second baby. Mm. Dina is multi-talented. She is a visual artist, graphic designer, singer, dancer, drummer, barista, mother, and so much more. Welcome, Dina. <laughs> yes. And I she love also, that she also is the amazing artist behind our logo. Yes. Yeah. Which I had so much fun doing. It was like Perfect timing for me, obviously perfect timing for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We, we love her. Love Every time I do my meditation, she comes in. I'm like, oh, yeah, Dina. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's like big mother. She's just like this big, beautiful mother, isn't she? And yeah. also my babies in the background, guys, you'll always hear her. Um, but, yeah, I love her. So I think of you often. That's why I was on your birth page. You're not your birth page, your art page the other night. And I was like, God, your art's so epic. It's oh, so cool, these beautiful, strong women on yeah. there. I'm like, mm. yeah, it was really interesting too. Like, I would always, I would always be drawing when I was a kid and things like that, and always had this vision of how I wanted my art to look, and it never looked the way I wanted it to look mm. until I got an iPad, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can yeah. achieve it! Cool. <laughs> oh, that's how you do it on the iPad. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so epic. This is when the technology is so cool, like, yeah. to be able to do stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Bring, bringing in, like, the human creativeness and the technology together. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's jump in. So, beautiful Dina, you just start us off wherever you would like in your journey of bringing your little girl sunny earth side. Sunny. Yeah. Love, sunny. Well, Love I mean, it's kind of like how far back do we want to go? But um, <laughs> when you were born, Dina, when you were born. <laughs> it was seeded within me from then. Um, <laughs> but it actually was. So, I know. I mean, it's like the chicken or the egg. It's the chicken, yeah. like that whole that old chestnut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh, well, ba- basically, I feel like a good place to start is kind of like 
uh, starting with my, like venturing into this new relationship with my partner, Drew. And at the time, you know, it being super adventurous and fun and fresh. And um, we'd kind of just got together and he had found out that he had got a job as a TV presenter and actor uh, in Melbourne and we were both living in the Blue Mountains at that time. So it was like, oh, we just started this thing and now you're going to go and what's this going to look like for us? And, um, yeah, we both decided that it was worth pursuing and we'd do long distance. And so he went down there, I was staying here, and it ended up working out really well. We were sort of living our own lives and uh, but still had each other there, which was awesome. But then I decided to move down there with him after a little bit of time, which was massive for me because I'd never actually left the Blue Mountains. I was, yeah, like I, like you said in the little blurb, like I grew up so involved in the community up here that it felt really weird to kind of pull myself away, but also perfect timing. It was like, yeah, okay, it's just all working out. Let's go down there, new adventure. Um, and it would have been like maybe the first week or two weeks that I had moved down there that I fell pregnant. <laughs> How long have you guys been together for? We'd only been together for about a year. Mm. I, yes. I've met so many people lately that have had babies like really early on. Like, I mean, I'm one of them as well. I'm pretty sure you are too, Lucy. Yeah. We'd nothing like that. a, nothing <laughs> like, 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 yeah. like putting some turbo on your relationship having a baby yeah yeah it's very gnarly yes (laughs) we'll get to that the ultimate test of the relationship um but yeah and I but I didn't actually find out that I was pregnant for a, a long while I had kind of, since I was 17 and Kate, like I was on the pill for only a very small amount of time, but it really stuffed up my whole system. Mm. And I had never had a regular period since coming off the pill. So it was always irregular. There'd be sometimes where I'd like, you know, three months would go by. I'm like, oh, my, so is, is it going to come or, okay, it's, there it is. But, whoa, yeah. that's weird, <laughs> you know? So weird. Um, yeah, so when I didn't get it and I was like, oh, it's been a, it's been a while, I still didn't think too much of it because I was like, oh, it'll come. It'll come. I've got all the feelings. It's going to come. <laughs> so were you on the pill? No, no, no. I was only on the pill for a very short amount of time when I was about 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was like that too. Yeah, but I had full, like, my whole body was, like, stop taking that. Same. So, I got a bit yeah, psychotic, actually. Long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But, yeah, it was pretty incredible how much it actually affected my whole system. Mm. Um, yeah, so uh, kind of had that feeling of, all right, it's just going to come. And then, you know, I'd call up a girlfriend and she'd be like, hey, your boobs are looking a bit bigger. <laughs> Like, no, it's just because I have my periods coming, you know, complete denial. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, there were quite a lot of things like constant nausea and smells were really intense. And again, I was like, oh, it'll come, it'll come. (laughs) Um, But I suppose being your first time as well, like you don't, like you know something's different, but you don't. 
for sure. And a lot of the symptoms weren't far off what I have experienced in the lead up to getting my period anyway. Totally. So, yeah, I was I was like in this limbo of like denial but also uh, just fully thinking that my period was going to come. Um, and so there was a time where I was like, okay, I'm going to take a pregnancy test, took one, and it came back negative. Uh, so I was like, sweet, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Didn't think to take another one just in case. I was just like, just negative, that's great. Uh, and then a week later, my period still hadn't come. So I was like, I'm going to take another one just in case. Did you feel like any different? Like, did you, did it cross your mind? It definitely crossed my mind, but I was so convinced, like I convinced myself that my period mm. was just going to come. Yeah. So I, I knew I felt different and I knew it was definitely a possibility, but I just kind of kept being like, no, 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 Yeah. <laughs> it'll yeah, come, yeah. it'll come. Yeah. Just um, denial. Yeah. Complete denial. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> um, yeah. So a week after taking that first pregnancy test, I decided to take another one and instantly was just like, boom, two lines. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I it was strong line. work. It was like five in the morning. Drew was still sleeping. And I was just like sitting there looking at this thing going, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? Oh, oh gooseies. <laughs> yeah. And I I did that thing where I was like, okay, two lines. Yep, that definitely means positive. Wait, let me just Google this. Let me YouTube this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, no, the instructions are so clear. They're right there. <laughs> yeah. Everything is telling you yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, naturally I woke Drew up and I was like, hey, um, <laughs> so I just took another test and um, it's come back positive. And he was half asleep and he's like, oh, that's all right, baby. Just come back into bed. We'll cuddle. It's all good. I was like, okay, it's all good. It's all good. And then he, you know, off I went to work. He came to visit me at work. I was like, how are you feeling? And he just looked so shocked. <laughs> no <laughs> more like, colour in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just a lot to think about. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we both kind of went through the, the motions of of everything, not just like that one day it was like, the motion yeah, it's a ride though because it's like you get this like peak of just oh my god it's so exciting and then yeah. you're like oh my god like fuck like fuck yeah for sure yeah. and yeah so then decided okay well uh you know what the system is you have to get a blood test to basically prove that you're pregnant as if you know having the baby in your body isn't enough proof um <laughs> um but yeah so got a got a blood test and you know they're like oh yeah you look like you're about seven to eight weeks pregnant um but we'll you know uh come in and and talk to the actual doctor and sort out what you guys want to do from here and so then went in spoke to her she sat down she goes yeah so it looks like you're about eight to nine weeks pregnant I was like oh okay it's different to what they said on the on the call but that's cool like that's that's where we're at and so we decided from there that we would actually come to back to the mountains to see family and tell family and kind of get like our first scan here just mm -hmm. while we were around family so we we came back 
got a scan and the dating scan said that I was 11 weeks and one day. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> how did I jump from seven weeks to 11 weeks within one week? <laughs> yeah. That's wild. <laughs> it's always really trippy though. Like that yeah. whole, that, yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, it was, yeah, it was like how that I just fast tracked within a week that, yeah. And what, yeah, 10 yeah. weeks? Like, isn't that almost the first trimester done? Like, totally. <laughs> freaking out. Um, but, yeah, it was it was really great timing just, like, being here with family. And then, actually, that was when the first COVID lockdown happened mm. uh, and we technically got stuck here, uh, which was not a bad thing at all. And I was extremely happy about (laughs) because otherwise we would have been stuck in Melbourne in a tiny little apartment with my hormones going all over the place, not being around family, not having friends nearby. Uh, Yeah, it just would have been a very, very different experience for me. So I was was like, thank you, baby, for (laughs) making this happen. (laughs) Had you told your family by then? Yeah, so we had we had told my family. I had actually called my mum up because she lives in New Zealand. So called yeah. her up um, just before coming back to the mountains. Told yeah, Drew's family and told my family, and everyone was stoked. Yeah, <laughs> naturally, I think it was only me and Drew that was stoked, but also kind of like, uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, also because. Uh, yeah, our relationship was still so fresh and majority of it was spent apart. You know, he was in Melbourne and I was here. So, um, yeah, there were lots of conversations that we hadn't even touched on or didn't even know how to approach or, mm. you know, there were even like our own values and ethics that we hadn't even dived into, you know. Oh, <laughs> so. uh, yeah. Yeah. So there was, yeah, a, a lot there that was kind of, um, it was beautiful, but also like confronting that we had to meet that so early and in, in such like crunch time, you know, uh, like for me, it was so clear. I was like, yeah, I'm having this baby. We're having mm-hmm. this baby. And then it kind of hit me. Okay. Well, it's also Drew's baby. So we need mm-hmm. to have this conversation. And Initially, he was like, well, I've just started this whole new career as an actor and TV presenter in Melbourne. This is what I want to pursue. I did not plan on having a baby this early. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, there there was that kind of hard conversation of me being like, well, I want to have this baby and I'm going to have this baby, whether that's what you want or not but I want this to be something that we choose together you know yeah (laughs) and uh yeah it just came became very apparent to me that uh I had actually already made my decision and it was kind of up to Drew what he wanted to do with that (laughs) yeah of course it's sort of always like (laughs) yeah Yeah. I mean I mean (laughs) It was a yeah, it was a bit of an interesting time. For yeah, a yeah, while yeah. There. yeah. Um, but I, I think one of the main things was when we told his family the support that he got and I and that I got for um, you know, just telling them that that's where we were at and 
that obviously it wasn't necessarily an easy decision for Drew to come to terms to or for me either but I was so set on like well life has given me this so I'm gonna Mm. meet it yeah (laughs) I hope you can too (laughs) it's so different from a for for a woman though isn't it really it's just something so like I don't know just primal and instinctual and like there's so much love around it and we feel it whereas they're just like more logical and like you know they don't they can't sort of piece it together like us. For sure. I mean, like, logically, if I went into that space, I probably would have been similar to Drew. In yeah, like, fully. Of, well, yeah, this probably isn't the best time. And, yeah, you know, yeah, we're not living in the mountains. We're living in Melbourne and we're living this lifestyle. But, you know, it, yeah, uh, particularly when you've got raging hormones like that, logic is not there all the time (laughs) and it is so much about yeah how you're feeling and and everything so um yeah it was it was a very easy decision for me but not so easy for Drew to sort of come come Mm. around to and then there was the uh topic of where and how I wanted to give birth (laughs) um for me, again, it was an absolute no-brainer. I was just going to have a home birth. Wow. And had you had you been around home births before? Like, so had my mum had had a home birth with me. Oh, uh, mama. Yeah. Yeah, which was, um, yeah, the, the stories that I hear are quite incredible. You know, she wow. had quite a lot of people in the room. Like she invited um, my grandparents, as in, my dad's parents into the room and there was there was even at one point like a neighbor that dropped by and you know yeah yeah. Uh, yeah she had a, a really amazing midwife who just you know essentially went with like um a hands-off approach and would just check the heartbeat and you know that was kind of it just really trusted my mom and my mom's body and and her ability to give birth uh wow. so it's like, do you think, I, do you, I feel like that it does really imprint us. So our births do imprint us. Like, I mean, it's just such a natural decision for you to make because, you know, your mum made that decision, you know. For sure. Yeah, it was yeah. like in, for me, there was no other, no other option. I was like, oh, yeah. just have a home birth. That's yeah. what you do. Oh. Um, and it made so much more sense. So I was like, why would I put myself out of my comfort zone to give birth that makes no sense to me but for drew he (laughs) poor thing i challenged him on so many levels throughout this (laughs) um that's what we're here for (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah when i i said to him i was like oh yeah so we're gonna have a home birth and for me i was i that just wasn't yet a no-brainer it was a no-brainer decision for me but uh, me not realizing that that was maybe a big conversation for him and when I just kind of said it like that oh yeah we're gonna have a home birth I'm you know I'm looking at home birth midwives and stuff like that he's like what what why oh why do we have to do it this way like why can't we do it the normal way everyone just goes to hospital just go to hospital like what's what's so the bad normal about way. That? it's so funny because I was like the same with Lee my partner I was just like when we have babies like they'll be born at home yeah and he was like oh okay 
<laughs> yeah. It was just like, that's what's happening. And he just, God bless him. He was just like, okay. Just and he kind of, it. he actually didn't really know. Like he understood the, there was hospital births, but because we were one of the first to have babies, he wasn't yet like, he hadn't seen his other friends go before him and have babies at hospital. So for him, he was like, oh, like this is just a legit other option, right? Because I yeah. educated him in that way and normalised it in that way. Um, sure. But then in hindsight, he was like, oh, that was really like different, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. And I, I remember like I found uh, a midwife. I found I called up Joe Hunter and um initially she had because she was um filming birth time and all that kind of stuff uh I think she had planned for the launch to be around about the time when I was going to have Sunny and just because of COVID restrictions and stuff everything kind of kept getting pushed back so she was like oh yeah okay I can take you on which I was so incredibly grateful for Mm. um but yeah, one of the the things that Joe said to me quite early on is, "Oh, have you spoken to both of your families and how do they feel about home birth and that, are they on board and all that kind of stuff?" And again, I was so shocked. I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. a conversation I have to have." <laughs> you know? Boy. Like, yeah, it was just yeah. really bizarre to me, but um yeah, I mean, uh if Drew's family had any reservations, they they never showed me that so they were just like okay that's your decision that's what you want to do we're just going to support you um which I feel so privileged that they were like that like I don't know they they may have been supportive the whole way through or they could have had their own little like oh I don't know about that but yeah Yeah. either way I just I didn't know um which was awesome like they just fully It still is weird for me to be like, I mean, I guess the conversation with the partner, yeah, but I don't know about like the family. I'm like, no, you're just going to, you just, you have to accept this. (laughs) You have to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think, um, but I I get it. The main reason for her asking me was because for me, it was, it was actually really important that I had my family present and that I had Drew's family present. Of course. So, um, which I also found out during my pregnancy is a very rare thing to want so many people in the room while you're giving birth. Mm. I love that though. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, you know, even Joe was saying to me, she was like, just see how you feel closer to the day. Like, you know, you might change your mind. And but that's what your mom did. Yeah. That's exactly what my mom did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Epic. And what was really like one of the most beautiful parts of the whole pregnancy and then birth was actually the healing that happened between me and my mom mm. uh, because she like uh, she had moved to back to New Zealand when I was fairly young. Uh, I didn't get that sort of like I didn't grow up around her. She wasn't like my main physical mother figure. You know, yeah. she was always there, but she wasn't physically there, you know. So, um, yeah, it was like this beautiful and also challenging sort of uh, thing that happened with us where I was saying to her, like, okay, 
when I found out that I was pregnant, I was like, okay, mom, I really want you to be there for the birth. I really want you to be there for the birth. I really want you to be there. And uh, there'd been several other experiences throughout my life where I'd expressed to her that I really wanted her to be there. And she'd say, yeah, I'm going to be there. And last minute just would pull out. So I'd be like, I'd have that like, oh, that wound of, oh my yeah. gosh, I even said to you, I want you to be there. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And then last minute have that kind of like pulled under my feet and gone, oh, damn. Okay. Just ha- like that, that constant pattern throughout both of our lives. Oh, like, oh, I know that we're on this subject, but I'd love to know about your birth with your mom. Like what the themes were there. Have you ever had a conversation with her? Yeah. Uh, so why I bring it up basically is because my mum, uh, when she was pregnant with me, like she'd moved to Australia with my dad and um, essentially my nan had disowned her from the family over there. And it got to this point where, you know, my mom found out she was pregnant. She was like, I just want my mom. I just want my mom. I want my mom to be here. So she was reaching out to her mom. She was reaching out to my nan saying, you know, I really want you to be here. And my nan basically just didn't talk to her throughout the the whole pregnancy and it was my papa her dad who uh would call her up every day and how are you feeling what you know what's happening blah 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 but it was never nan it was never the person that my mum wanted wow um so so then when it got to my turn to be like mom I really want you here I really want you here yeah um I think that was confronting for both of us because Oh, I've got goosebumps all over my body because I <laughs> yeah. love these. I love when these themes start to like connect. For and sure. Like, yeah. So, so for, for mum, it obviously brought up that wound for her of, yeah. oh my gosh, now I'm faced with being that person. <laughs> you know, I, and she's so like, she was saying to me the whole time, I really want to be there. I really want to be there. I want to make it work. And um, I, it's interesting, like my, the energy that I had when I was pregnant with Sunny is very different to the energy that I have carrying this baby. Mm. And I kind of had a bit of a like, um, don't fuck with me vibe with when I was pregnant with Sunny. And there was a lot that I just needed, I needed people to be clear with me and I needed myself to be clear with them. Um, So yeah, I'd always kind of had that thing with my mom where, um, you know, even if I expressed what I really wanted at the end of the day, I'd be like, okay, well, it's up to her. It's okay. Whatever she chooses, I just have to accept. Whereas this time around, I was like, no, mom, you are booking your ticket. You're going to be here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Help and- her out. Yeah, which was was a really great thing because it was one of those things where, you know, I made her book her tickets kind of then and there. And if she hadn't, then like a week later, if she tried to book it, it then those COVID restrictions of paying X amount mm. of money to quarantine and all that kind of stuff, that's when that came in. Oh, wow. But she, <laughs> yeah. So she had booked her ticket and then was able to just quarantine for free and all that kind of stuff and then was here. Um, but, needs yeah. That little was, bit of help, like that little bit of in because of what she went through probably just needs that little bit of like help with the mindset. Correction. 
Yeah, but also, definitely. But also it was you stepping up into your own mother energy and being like, this is what I need. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was, oh, how beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, even like, and we, we had the opportunity to talk about that as well, you know, for for me to kind of say, like, isn't this amazing now that you've, you've broken that pattern? Like you had, you were given the opportunity to either keep it going and for then to pass on that wound to me where I was like, begging and pleading you to come and you you know you never came but that was that wasn't the case you chose to break that Mm. and you know even if it was financially a little bit difficult or maybe like mentally like you didn't you weren't in the space to leave New Zealand and come over you made it happen and then once she was here it was just like the most perfect thing ever you know there was so much healing that happened and, and lots of kind of hard conversations that we had about my own childhood and my own traumas around that, like, you know, I got to express how it was hard for me when I would say, like, I want you here, I want you here, and and she would sort of promise it but then last minute not be able to follow through. So just having those sort of conversations. That's so special, hey. Did she receive that well? She received it so well. Wow, and that's so, it so kind good. of even uh, gave her more of a uh what's the word like um like she then made it her intention while she was here to sort of gave her permission to sort of yeah and she she was able to heal a lot of things so she sat down with my dad and had some hard conversations that they you know had obviously avoided for years and years wow how healing um, yeah so and, and same with my godmother who essentially was physically uh since I was born the one around me who who was like my my main mother figure as mm-hmm. well as my stepmom Emily um she came in a little bit later in my life but uh yeah for my mum to sort of sit down with them and have conversations that you know she wanted to have but never really felt like it was appropriate or maybe she didn't feel the strength to have those conversations so there was just lots of Lots of healing that happened. Wow, she must be so proud of you. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's I just feel, that's what I feel. Even you, like if I put myself in that position, I'd be so proud of my daughter. Like, you know, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even the the moment that she arrived on my doorstep, and I hadn't obviously hadn't seen her for a long time, and then all of a sudden there I am, her daughter, who she doesn't get to see often, with this massive belly and oh, you know both of us here, man. <laughs> yeah I'm feeling that and did you know that you were having a girl as well not well uh when I initially found out I was pregnant I thought I reckon I'm having a girl yeah purely I because of my relationship with my mom and how things yeah. went I was like that's what life is going to give and me and the way that that little soul that little star baby like divinely and safely like watched over your passage like from Melbourne back to the Blue Mountains like your homeland to be like supported in pregnancy and then like I reckon she had something to do with her (laughs) like you know her grandmother being present and coming and I just think wow that's just so like there's no other word to describe it but like cosmic like it's just so totally so otherworldly and beautiful that how everything did just the way it all unfolded you know yeah, I, I definitely 
think Sonny in some way or another orchestrated the whole thing. Totally. <laughs> um, because, yeah, there, there were so many things like, you know, even when we were stuck here through some of the lockdowns and stuff like that, then, you know, there was all of this talk about us potentially going back to Melbourne because that's where Drew's work was. Um, and yeah, then it ended up being that, uh, you know, at the time ABC had all these budget cuts and his whole team got let go. So, um, you know, all wow. of a sudden he didn't have a job down there. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but on paper, he was still like getting paid for a little while. So uh, then his beautiful parents decided to go guarantor for him and he was able to buy a house. Amazing. Um, and but because of the payments that he was getting from his job in Melbourne, it looked amazing to the bank, not them mm. not knowing that he had actually lost it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, all everything on paper was like, oh yeah, this guy's set up perfect. Bing wow. bang, tick, tick. Uh so then yeah, we were able to get a house. And funny enough, that the house that we live in now is the one that he was able to buy and um he didn't even look at it like it was his parents that came here and had a look at it and they just put his name down straight away <laughs> they're like yep this is the one drew <laughs> you know wow. and that was um, in the mountains yeah this is up in medlow bath so you were just oh, like, divinely divinely held during that time and and Absolutely. then then you got to birth this little being of light into that house as well like well, yeah then oh my god two months, it's, all just so it's actually so special yeah I know the whole thing it was it was definitely orchestrated um, <laughs> yeah yeah sunny yeah we moved in and then two months later was roughly when I was due wow. and yeah two months later was when we had sunny and you know got to yeah I mean obviously we were birthing this new life of ours here in this house but then physically I birthed Sunny into the yeah. space too which wow. was I mean it was a bit of a whirlwind of a time but of course <laughs> but um yeah it was all very divinely placed everything was divinely placed wow. yeah, yeah as <laughs> did it just, feel like that at the time uh to me yes mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> to Drew it was like what the hell <laughs> His whole life yeah. has just been turned upside down and just He's in the washing machine. He's like, sure oh my was. god. Um, so did you have did you have a few weeks just with you and your mum before Sunny was born? Like, do you want to talk us through those last little um those last few weeks before you birthed and yeah, yeah for sure. and then the first signs of labor and how that all started to unfold? Yeah, yeah, I gave you all like so much of the backstory. No, the backstory, the backstory is so essential. Necessary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so mum was here and I had my godmother Senawefa. Um and oh, they wait, what's that name? Senawefa. Oh, yeah, wow. so my mum's name is Mesepa and my oh. godmother's name is Senawefa. So my mum is uh that's where I get my Polynesian heritage from. She's yeah. Samoan Maori. And Senawefa is actually her cousin, and so on the Samoan side. Wow. Um, and what's so Dinya? Dinya is actually after the flower gardenia. Yeah, well, that's. Uh, a, remember, I remember when Olive said, "I was like, 
that's it. Who do you dance with, Olive? And I'm like, Denya. And she's like, oh, sweetie, honey, honey, honey. Never <laughs> say Denya. It's God, it's like Gardenia. Denya. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So when I first met you, I was like, Denya. Yeah, noted. Hey. Eh? <laughs> yes, always. And if anyone yeah. ever says it, I'm like, oh, no, 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 it's Denya. I'm so happy about that because my yeah. whole high school life was Denya. Oh, Denya. 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 You My dad actually came up with the, the name. Uh, when he was 17, he was skateboarding through the streets of Glenbrook and it was of course he was. in summer and all the gardenias were out. He's like, oh, that's what I want to name my child one day. Um, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Hey, Dad. I know. It's quite a romantic <laughs> little story behind Actually, that. your dad's a bit of a legend, isn't he? He is a legend. I've heard some legendary stories he of your dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he's a he's a big driving force throughout this this whole thing and I haven't even mentioned him but yeah. uh, originally I was going to give birth in the house that he had built in wow. Woodford um, until we moved into here and it was like well what's the point in having a home birth at someone else's home <laughs> you know <laughs> might as well yeah. have it in our own home um, yeah but at that stage you know we were living with Drew's parents but I didn't feel like that wasn't my space you know that was Drew's mm. family space and and so my dad, John, he he offered up his house and said, well, if you want to give birth there and if you guys haven't got a space, then that's fine. So originally that was going to be the plan. Um, but, yeah, so my uh, in the last couple of weeks, my my mom and um, and Senewef and my godmother were often here for a lot of the uh, midwife appointments and things like that. Wow. So they were very much a part of the whole process in in nurturing me and also just like the space and um you know they're so beautiful the the i suppose very polynesian way is to look after the mother as much as you can throughout pregnancy and postpartum and um so I feel very grateful that I have that yeah. culturally in my family mm. and you know they'd be coming over and oh, no, no, you sit down. My mum would start massaging my feet. So I would start cooking some meals. I'm like, oh, man. I feel like you can see that in you as a person, though, Dina. Like you're a very, like, you know, when I first met you, you have a very wise, grounded energy about you. Hmm. You really do. And I think that that's got a lot to do with how, like, just your culture and um, just even just what you said there, like that nurturing and mothering and just that I just feel like it's just in you and it's just yeah definitely it's and not uh you know again it's something that feels very natural to me but once I started talking to other people about uh you know their pregnancy experiences and postpartum experiences they don't a lot of them didn't get that or a lot of them were just completely by themselves you know um, so yeah, to have that amazing family support was incredible. And during that time too, where there there felt like there was a little bit of turbulence in terms of my relationship with Drew and him still coming to terms with the whole thing, it was so beautiful to have then my family who were so solid in like, okay, well, whatever happens, we're here, no matter what, we're here, you know. Um, so yeah, then kind of 
leading up to it was it was getting to towards my uh estimated due date and I was getting real real big <laughs> how many weeks um well sorry what was oh that? wait no no keep going so I'm getting ahead of myself I'm like oh. yeah keep going sorry sorry, um, sorry. you know you're fine uh <laughs> Yeah, I just I just remember like trying to go about my normal life and I I said to my boss at the time, okay, well I'll probably stop working around about like a, a week before my due date, which I I did and then I was just completely bored at home. I was like I should have just kept working. Um, oh, you're one of them ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, like oh. I've got a few friends like that and I'm like what do you mean? Just lay there in the sun. I know. I mean, I think uh because I am quite a social person, it was like, yeah. oh, I wanted that still. But my body was definitely like, nah, nah, girl, just like yeah. rest, put your feet up, enjoy. Um, yeah. And then I started to, you know, then I went one week over my due date and then I started to head towards two weeks over. Um, and at that point, I uh, I remember my godmother sent away for coming into the house and she looked at me and she goes, oh, my gosh. You look like you've been stung by a bee. Because <laughs> my whole face was puffy, everything. Oh, I get so puffy, puffy with girls. Yes. <laughs> and we were just cracking up laughing about it. I mean, what do you do? You just got to laugh about it, right? <laughs> just that oh, puffiness. So, yeah. yeah I get so it. And big and um, yeah. it was also like, you know, even just the mental struggle of like, oh my gosh, it's the biggest I've ever been in my entire life. It is fun, the puffiness. Like I, <laughs> I even remember saying like, after I had Luna, like I got photos straight after and I was like, that was not the best idea, but it's beautiful. But I was like, so like, like this tiny little smile because my cheeks are so puffy and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I felt like I looked like my three-year-old chick chipmunk stuff you know <laughs> yeah. like, why do I look like a three-year-old when I've just had just a baby chair of head <laughs> um but uh yeah so then I I suppose I kind of I jumped a little bit but I I I definitely planned and we talked to both of our families about uh who we wanted to be there and I it was so important for me that my mum was there that my dad was there my godmother and her husband, who were kind of like, yeah, my second set of parents. Yeah. Um, and so then naturally I I didn't feel like it was appropriate for, for just me to have support, but because this was also Drew's first birth, that I wanted him to have the support that he wanted as well. Oh, so, I um, so much. I asked who he wanted to be there and he asked his parents and his sister to be there. And then we had uh, the midwife, so we had Joe, and we had our second midwife, Athena, and then we had Jerusha, who filmed the whole thing. Wow! <laughs> so who's Jerusha? Is she a fr- is she a family friend? No, so she's uh, she's kind of part of the whole birth time crew. Oh, okay, yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, and so she through Joe was able yeah, okay. to and and film my birth, which was amazing and. Uh, yeah, Joe and Athena and Jerusha, they're just, they're, their presence within the space was so gentle and so beautiful, you know, uh, like I could feel that they had come in, but it wasn't like a uh, an alarming presence or anything. It was just mm. like, okay, they're there. Um, 
but yeah, so all up, it ended up being like 11 people in the room, which was wild. Did it um, feel like that? Like to you or you just in labor land? Oh, I was totally in labor land from, yeah. Uh, yeah like I think I, I got some period pain like feels at like 11 o'clock at night and that sort of kept me up. And also that thing of like, oh my gosh, it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to just, sorry, can I just quickly butt in? Do you want to take us to that, yeah, that st- start of labor and how many weeks you were and kind of like what that lead up to the start of labor looked like that on that yeah, day? Yeah, for sure. And then we'll yeah. jump into your birth. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it, oh, well. <laughs> Did you feel yeah. different that day? Not necessarily. No, throughout, I mean, during that whole day was kind of like I was just going about life and things felt normal, although there's that slight, it's it's not anxiety and it's not excitement, it's like both, I suppose. Um, the combination. You're just so fresh. Like you're just so like soft. So open and expanded. That's right, yeah. And how many weeks were you? So I was 40... Mm, it was like 41 and seven days or something six mm-hmm. days or something like that cool. so um yeah very pretty much on the mark of 42 weeks um yeah and yeah it was I I was constantly getting Braxton Hicks contractions mm-hmm. uh and I was getting them for a while but didn't realize that's what they were and it was only when Joe felt my belly at one point and she was like oh you're having a Braxton Hicks I was like oh is that what this is I've been having these for ages yeah (laughs) um but yeah so then that that night I woke up and and was kind of getting these niggly pains and felt like I was getting Braxton Hicks contractions but they like they weren't hurt I wasn't like hurting at all it was just that niggly sort of ache that was there um and I just, I didn't think there was any point in waking Drew up at that point either. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll just get up. And I felt like I just needed to walk around a little bit and then lie back down and try and sleep as much as I could. Um, and then it it became quite apparent to me that, oh, no, okay, this is actually starting. This is starting to hurt a little bit. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the ache is becoming more intense and um i i knew that it was actually starting when my body body's natural response was okay just walk it out just walk it out just walk it Had, out were you set up at all like in your house yeah so uh pretty much from 40 weeks mm. i had the pool set up in one of our rooms and um actually i'd bought a tarp from the hardware and the the guy who um, was serving me at the time, he was like, oh, I hope it's not to help out with that thing and, like, pointed to my belly. I was like, oh, funny enough, it actually is. <laughs> I'm putting it underneath my bed. Oh, good on you, Darren. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> oh, you should have seen his face. It was priceless. Yeah, he it was, was so great. Yeah, totally. It was not actually, expecting it is. that response. Yeah. Catch all my fluids, actually, <laughs> yeah. Darren. Yep. 
That's right. Also because it was like new carpet. I was like, we'll just get a tarp. Makes sense. Of course. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so the the whole space was set up. I think even from like 38 weeks I had pretty much like put the little things around the space that I wanted and, um, yeah, just like written out little things, uh, little words and sayings and stuff like that for myself and, you know, I had a good laugh about it afterwards because I was like, I did not look at those words at all while I was in labour. But <laughs> obviously it was really imperative for me to do that in the build-up. It is. You know? Totally. I'm the same. I was like, I did not read one thing. But I did, I did beforehand. Like it's all part of the mindset. and like That's right. Yeah. You know, breathe, surrender, let yes. go, through, all of this kind yes, of stuff. But, totally. Um, yeah, and also like it's it is just beautiful to pour that love and energy totally. into the space that you're going yes. to be. In. So, oh God, yes. Uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't for nothing. <laughs> no, it's so it's all like it all makes such a difference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, had had everything set up, ready to go, and um, yeah, and when I was kind of in that state of okay, just walk this one out, walk this one out. Uh, I'd put Moana on in the oh, background. Yes, love that. <laughs> um, you know, kind of bring in uh, the Disney version of my oh ancestors. Oh my god, you are Moana! <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's the song in Moana? Oh, there's lots. There is. I was going to say Let It Go, but that's Frozen. <laughs> that's frozen. Oh, I'm yeah. going to watch Moana again. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. So I'm going to think of you every single time on. now. Yeah. yeah. And when you watch it, you have to think of uh, the grandma being my godmother, Senoefa. Like, that's her. <laughs> so much for me. Yeah. Had that on in the background. And, um, and yeah, then it, it got to maybe like three in the morning or something. And I hadn't slept well at all. And was like, okay, this is actually like really, really happening. Got drew up and I was like, I think you might have to start like timing these or something because this feels like it's really building up. And then <laughs> beautiful Drew, the, the way he has been throughout the whole thing, <laughs> came out here and was like, how do, I, how do I time it? What am I timing? Uh, and I was there like going, I can't explain this to you. You just have to time it. <laughs> <laughs> just like press it and like <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly so um yeah that he you know he did it the most beautiful way that he could <laughs> timing's dumb anyway yeah it, yeah it ended up being uh very dumb because I was going my contractions ended up being six minutes two minutes six minutes <laughs> two minutes six minutes yeah I was like, wait, what? Like, isn't that like two minutes? Isn't that like I'm about to give birth? Like what is happening? But uh, it ended up being that Sunny was posterior. So we were going spine to spine the whole time, ended up calling Joan being like, hey, this is happening. Uh, You know, when do we like, when do we actually tell you to come up and all that kind of stuff? We ended up telling our family and our beautiful family, uh, came up sort of as soon as they can just to just to be in the space with us um and yeah from there it was 
a very long 30 hours until wow. I actually gave birth to Sunny. Uh, there was, I think, one contraction that Talk I had. Talk us through that 30 hours. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, it's all a bit of a blur, really. but um, Totally, but far out. Yeah, I had one contraction where it was so intense that I just, like, ran to the bathroom and threw up. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's a thing? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that's yes. a thing. Um, and yeah, I kind of wasn't really able to open my eyes the whole time. I just had to keep my eyes shut. And I think particularly because the pain in my back was so intense, um, that, you know, I definitely wasn't one of those people where I would have a contraction and then in between contractions was like chatting away and, oh yeah, maybe I should eat something or drink something. It was like, no, no, no keep your eyes shut because I was so similar to that hey <laughs> yeah just... another one's yep. coming you gotta yep. preserve your energy and mm-hmm. you know I just and also knowing that there were so many people in the space too it felt like if I opened my eyes mm. instantly I'd be giving energy away mm. so Fully, yes. kind of kept my eyes shut and really kept to myself you know people were coming in like Drew I remember Drew's parents coming in and just not even acknowledging that they were there, but uh, like to them, I didn't open my eyes and go, oh, hi guys, welcome. It was just like, yep, they're here now. Great. Drew has his support. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, just fully in my space. And um, yeah, then eventually, you know, kind of was building and building and Joe came up and still there was kind of, uh, it was still kind of like that six minutes, two minutes, six minutes, two minutes. It hadn't changed. Was everyone just hanging out? Everyone was hanging out, having cups of tea, checking on me, giving me water. Um, You know, I remember saying to Drew uh, pretty early on in labour, don't ask me questions, just offer me things. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And yeah, I remember there was one point where he's like, do you, do you want, uh, here's your water. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> okay, you took that on board. That's awesome. Well done, Drew. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it was just all a bit of a, it's all a bit of a blur, but I suppose kind of uh, once it got really, really, intense for me was uh when I the only position that was comfortable was on the toilet (laughs) sitting on the toilet (laughs) and it was uh which is interesting because when my mum gave birth to me uh she wanted to be in that position too but she had a a birthing stool yeah so um obviously it was in my body as well that like okay this is the position that's comfortable for us it's Um, such a good position because you're opening your pelvis but also you have this like psychological feeling of safety when you're in the toilet yeah and and you can also open the same way that we need to open and release when we're in the toilet yeah I mean like the best place yeah exactly I and it was exactly that it was like oh you know your brain goes you let go in the bathroom so so many (laughs) women find themselves in there (laughs) yeah yeah so that's yeah naturally where I wanted to be and uh you know like after the whole thing I 
realized like my forearms were so sore because I was holding on to the sides just like rocking myself back and forth and back mm. and forth and yeah I didn't realize how much I was doing that until you know two days later I was like oh my gosh I'm still pumped <laughs> yeah <laughs> my forearms Vulcan. Um, but yeah and you know Joe just kept checking um Sonny's heartbeat and just so constant and consistent the whole time. There was no change ever. It was just like, yep, baby's happy. Um, But my waters still weren't breaking and I could feel this immense pressure down there. Mm. I was like, oh, it just wants to break, but it's not breaking. So Joe was like, okay, go for a walk, stomp around, like stomp as hard as you can. And even that, like the thought of putting effort into stomping was like, oh, no, <laughs> yeah, much. And How many hours your, have it been? This is, oh. so, no, Lucy, go, 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 go. Oh, sorry, I was just gonna say that. No, that part of your labor is in your video, your video that I've watched, and it's yes. so beautiful. And your dad's drumming for you. Yes. Wait, there's a video. Yeah, there's a video. Holy shit! Is that on your Instagram? No, it's uh, I I know it was on Jerusha's um photography videography page i'm not sure if it's on there anymore but i know like i've still got the the link to it um (gasps) can i I watch yeah of course can i please that part that part of your labor though i didn't realize in the from watching the video the purpose of the stomping like that you were trying to break your waters but i i but it was just like oh so primal and beautiful and like all your team just like holding space and it was just otherworldly that your dad was there like grounding you in with the drum and then and you were just so um like you just were so deeply surrendered and in your body in that moment like yeah that part oh my god that part got me good I started bawling my eyes out (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny because whenever I watch it I actually crack up laughing at that point Because it's like, oh, wow, like look at my family unit just out there. Like to anyone else that, you know, doesn't know my family or anything, they'd probably look at that being like, wow, that's wild. Like there's no way I'd have that at my birth. But everyone Um, was so present. Like there were so many people there, but everyone was so focused on you and like centering you. And I think that's also what, what really like struck me was just, it like everyone was just there with such intention and it was just so beautiful as yeah yeah well yeah exactly that like I'm stomping around Drew was holding my uh my waist and stomping right behind me sort of keeping time and then my dad had the big mama dun dun like a big drum out there and he was drumming along you know, Zoe was there, uh, Drew's sister, clapping along too. My mum was dancing. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so fucking cool. Like, I need to see this video ASAP. <laughs> you definitely do. And oh. did all of that stomping, like, did you get your waters to release? I or? did not break my waters. <laughs> it would have helped Sunny rotate and descend, though. It would yeah. have been really helpful. Yeah, mm. for sure. Like, I definitely, it definitely helped. Uh, mind you, like there's, I, I think part of the reason why I laugh when I get to that point in the, the videos also, because I remember thinking at one point, oh no, 
everyone's speeding up in pace and it's not my pace. I've got to slow them down. Mm. (laughs) And it was so like, I was so particular. The pace that I wanted was so particular. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I was able to do that too, which was amazing. But yeah, after a while and, and it wasn't working, it wasn't breaking my waters. I just had to sit down. I sat down on um on the ball outside and was just like bouncing through the next ones and and then my dad got the guitar out and was playing guitar and my mom was singing which was also so beautiful and healing because that was a major part of their relationship and also my early early childhood they'd often perform together and things like that wow Um, so that was beautiful and um yeah and it ended up getting to the point where I could still feel all of this pressure, but it wasn't breaking. So Joe was like, all right, you're going to have to try and stick your fingers up there and push as hard as you can for each contraction. I was like, again, like it was like an extra level on top of stomping. I was like, oh man, how am I supposed to push? And when I go, <laughs> you know, yeah. it just felt like a lot, but you know, tried that and that still wasn't working. So I ended up asking Joe to break my waters and um, it happened at the, if I feel like it happened at the perfect time when I asked her because it, she broke my waters. And then from then on, I just felt this immense release and that mm. pressure had gone, but it felt like Sunny was like, okay, I'm, I'm ready. I'm right there and I'm ready to go. So um, yeah, from then on, I, I think things started to like really speed up. Mm. Whereas, you know, I tried laboring in the pool and stuff like that and had little micro sleeps, but it was slowing things down. And yeah, yeah after that point, uh, after breaking my waters, that's when things really sp- sped up. But I had to, I had to sit back on the toilet and do my rocking back and forth. And yeah. um, and the next sort of step of it was when I started to vocalize, and I, I was pr- pretty much throughout the whole thing. I wasn't like grunting or moaning that loudly. I was just breathing throughout the whole thing. Um, and then it, yeah, it got to the point where I had to vocalize and it sounds funny, like out of, out of context, but it was like this, like, uh, like Mm. vibration in my out in my exhale. Mm. And the part that always makes me cry when I watch the video back is when I'm doing that, I'm doing this. uh, And then my mom starts to do a traditional Maori karanga, like a chant over the I top can't even cope with that eh? a <laughs> yeah <laughs> I know just it makes me tear up just thinking about it but oh my god um, yeah so the karanga is like a, a traditional welcoming call so <laughs> she's there welcoming you know sunny in going it's okay it's safe you can come you can come <laughs> Dina, this so explains, like, this is helping me understand why you are the way you are. Like, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Like, (laughs) I just, I'm getting it. The the further along in the story that I get, you're like, ah, yeah, this explains. That's just why you are. You just got an essence about you that I can see why you've got that now. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's, that's the point that always, always gets me because I, Mm. I've kind of, uh, you know, when my mum's doing that, I really visualized my ancestors there with oh. me in that moment. And like, 
you know, um, and then as well for my mum to be that healing presence that wasn't there for her, she was able <laughs> to give that to me, you know. <laughs> what's what's What is it that she says? Uh, so it's, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen like a, um, like a traditional welcoming or haka when mm-hmm. uh, there's like essentially one tribe is approaching another one and and um, if they're coming onto their land, the people who own that land or uh, reside in that land, they're the ones to welcome them. And it's like a, Haere mai, Haere mai, Haere mai. <laughs> oh, Dina, that's, that's too much I'm for my sense of we're all just here crying (laughs) I don't know it's just that's just so like deep and powerful like yeah yeah and the way it's like meant to be it's just when yeah that just that's the way it's meant to be yeah and then the notes that you're supposed to hit or that you hit actually are supposed to do that they're meant to break (laughs) you down and make you cry (laughs) you know the it's like okay, well, you can come onto our, you can come into our space, but if you're doing that, you're going to be vulnerable and open, and mm. we'll meet each other in that space. Come as you are. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, <sighs> you know, my mom's doing that, and then I'm. <sighs> wow. Oh my god! What a um, way to be born! Oh my goodness! Yeah, and like and- held by all your ancestors, and such a healing of your red thread right there in that room, and exactly, yeah. So yeah, from uh, from then on, because I I was opening from up here, you know, then mm, naturally of my course. body was opening down there as well. So. Um, yeah, Joe then ended up saying to me not too long after that, like, okay, have a feel. And I could feel Sonny's head was like right there. And she goes, all right, let's get into the pool. So um, got into the pool and that's when, you know, everyone surrounded the pool. I think it was everyone except for Herbert, my my godmother's partner. He was in the room, but he he stood back just a little bit. He wanted to witness from that little bit further away um but yeah had birth ed- energy man that's big energy like <laughs> big energy you know, <laughs> some people can't like they're like oh, i have got to stand back here like i'm about to pass out yeah it's, it's big beautiful energy but it's big oh like, yeah and it it explains why sunny is so big oh. in her energy too you know what star sign is sunny uh she she's a cuspy so she's Lib- libra scorpio not what about you I'm Sagittarius. Oh, <laughs> yep. Okay. Can't you tell? Of course. Oh, my kids are both Saggies. I'm like, buddy, Saggies, mate. Yeah. Love the Saggies. Yeah. They're fun. We are fun. You are fun, Dean. Yeah. You're very fun. I can I can see why you're on the drums now. Yes. Yep. Oh, Everything's making sense now. No, oh, you just get cooler and cooler and cooler. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, from there nearly yeah from there when Sunny's head was right there it was it was pretty much like three contractions and she was out you know like um I think I I had that thing uh fetal ejection reflex Mm, where like as soon as Sunny's head and I remember 
thinking like her head was coming through I was like oh yeah this is the ring of fire this is what they talk about mm-hmm. um had that feeling but right after that feeling it was like pew, you know Sunny yeah. came out and I I didn't like I was still in this you know state my own state and I just remember hearing Joe say you can pick up your baby I was like wait what my baby's out <laughs> wow <laughs> And so just kind of, you know, bent down and picked her up. And Were you sitting and, like in the pool? Yeah, I was sort of like, uh, like I had my, my arms over the side of the pool. And oh, yep. uh, yeah, had like, um, I wasn't squatting, but I had like my knees on the ground. Yeah, kneeling, yeah, yeah. You know? kneeling um, leaning forward. Yeah, leaning forward. Yeah. Uh, so there was a mirror underneath me at one point. I didn't see it, but everyone else got to see it, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, so Sunny just flew on out and it was really interesting what happened there. And this part also in the video makes me cry because, you know, the, I, I wasn't like quick to pick her up or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I just picked her up really slowly. And I was like, all of a sudden I just had this like calm wash over Mm -hmm. my whole body. And it wasn't like, yeah, I didn't have that thing of like, Oh my gosh, my baby's here. It was just like, yeah, this is it. This is the moment that she's here. And I mean, I didn't know what we had at that point. I just picked her up really slowly and, and brought her up and the whole room just erupts into tears and, you know, Drew's there just, uh, yeah, you can just hear he's like, he's got so much relief in his cry. He's like, oh, you know, thank God Dina's not in pain anymore. And oh my gosh, oh, we have a baby. And it's a lot for them to hold, hey. Yeah. And yeah, you know, at one point, Drew's sister and and his dad, like they're crying and crying. You can hear that everyone's like, <gasps> like almost hyperventilating. Like both of them had to go sit down for a second because they were yeah. literally about to pass out. Yeah. Yeah. Um Big but energy. Yeah, just the the love that got poured into the room as soon as everyone (laughs) met Sunny was just incredible. And, you know, we just sort of sat there and basked in that moment. And I did, I felt so calm and yeah, just so at peace with, yes. Okay. Finally, (laughs) this, this little being is here and it was probably like five minutes later that Drew's dad came over and was like, so what, what have we got? Like, oh yeah. <laughs> what do we got here? Yeah, what do we got? Oh my gosh, it's a it's a girl. <laughs> it just didn't even like cross my mind or anything. Yeah. It's like we have a baby. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, and and from there it was just like we kind of I just sat in the pool for maybe you know, 15, 20 minutes after that and just really everyone was just soaking up in that beautiful, beautiful energy. Uh, um, yeah, ended up, you know, having help getting out of the pool and all this kind of stuff and we had a little bed set up right next to um, where the pool was and, um, you know, my placenta didn't come out for quite a long while. I can't remember how long exactly but, um yeah, I just remember, you know, it, I was still in the pool and it wasn't out. I got out of the pool, still wasn't out. 
um and lying down and and joe and athena the the two midwives kind of just saying all right how about you just try coughing a little bit you know (laughs) let's get it out let's try moving it a little bit and um even that uh, again i was like oh man this is the stomping and the pushing all over again it's too much effort (laughs) it's too much at that point you're just like fucking hell yeah i know like oh all right you're asking a lot but all right i'll I'll try it (laughs) And yeah, it was honestly like three coughs and then I could just feel this like. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Came on out. And um, yeah, after that, we did this this beautiful thing for Sunny where uh, traditionally in my family in Samoa, um, you put the placenta onto the baby's chest and wrap their arms around it before... (gasps) you uh, cut the cord or burn the cord or anything like that and uh so we did that for sunny we put her life force it's like acknowledging that guardian the guardian like yeah so Mm. put the placenta on her chest and wrapped her hands around it so she could hug her life force (laughs) that you know nurtured her in my in my womb for all of that time and we sang Mm. a little song in Samoan to stop this (laughs) Yes. Yeah. She was crying and crying. And then as soon as we started to sing, she stopped crying and she started to like move her fingers a little bit on top oh. of the placenta, which was so beautiful. It was like she knew she was actually acknowledging it. Um and then yeah, after that we we did a little like pretty much straight away, to be honest. The my the placenta, the cord was like white. Like as soon as Sunny came out, it was like almost instantly as soon as she did that first cry it was like white you know uh she was just like yeah I'm here now <laughs> you know Back that blood up yeah <laughs> yeah Life force so, energy exactly but yeah obviously we we still took our time and did that beautiful um like ritual with her and um then yeah. after that you know Drew got to cut the cord and um yeah and then after that I was just kind of like all right, so what next, guys? <laughs> I'm bored. What what are we doing now? <laughs> so we got a baby. Are we like, are we all gonna have breakfast or like <laughs> that adrenaline Wait, and oxytocin <laughs> like after birth is otherworldly, isn't it? It's like you've been laboring for 30 hours, yeah. you're 42 weeks pregnant when you yeah. birth, and then you're like, I'm good to go. <laughs> I know, I was. Everyone was like, girl, like we're tired. <laughs> yeah (laughs) what time was it oh so so yeah we I gave birth to Sunny at 4 or 9 a.m in the morning so it had gone like 11 o'clock or a little bit before like when I started to get the niggles and then that whole day and then into the next the following day oh that's so gnarly (laughs) yeah yeah but I love it like how cool like because it's your first so so normal like yeah to really normalize like that labor takes time especially the first time we give birth but we're so used to now hurrying it along and everyone thinking that anything after 12 hours is like this epic long labor and something's wrong but Mm. birth takes time like our babies need time our bodies need time it's sometimes we just need time. Yeah, no it point. definitely felt like my body was going, I am experiencing this for the first time yeah. and I don't exactly know what to expect, but I'm going to go with it. You yeah. know, it's like 
each step of the way was just let go, surrender, let go, surrender. Um, yeah, and it's it wasn't like I could just tell logically tell my body, okay, hurry up now, I'm pretty over this. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it's just this process of like, okay, that's where we're at now. We'll meet this moment and then we'll meet the next and then we'll be yeah. next, you know. And you're built, yeah. you're built to be able to to labor that long. Like our bodies are built for birth. Yeah. And like, yeah, sometimes it is just surrendering and being like, my body just needs a little bit more time. And I trust that I have everything I need to, you know, labor for 30 hours. Like, yeah. And then, yeah, as you said, afterwards, you had that huge, like, beautiful release of like oxytocin and adrenaline and all of those hormones to, to make you feel like, yeah, like to be able to cope with that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, it was definitely a journey, <laughs> but I was well, well supported along the it's whole. It's the initiation into motherhood. It's, yeah, it's exactly. epic. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's pretty much it in a nutshell. <laughs> so, wait, what did you do? Like it was 4 a.m. What did everyone do? Did you just hang around for a while? What Then what? Yeah, like, uh, you know, I people made me cups of tea and toast and stuff like that. Mm. and um. Uh, but pretty pretty much after that, uh, we kind of all dispersed a little, like family dispersed a bit, had went home, kind of had a little bit of a sleep, and then sort of everyone just sort of ended up coming back anyway, oh. not too yeah, long yeah, afterwards, yeah. Um, and checking in. My mum and uh, Senoefer actually, they they stayed just while I had a little sleep, even though I I could hardly sleep. It was like, how am I supposed to sleep now? Like, I want to just stare at my baby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got I got a little bit of sleep in there, and my mom just held Sunny for that for that little bit of time. But yeah, after that, like my dad went to work and then ended up coming back. But like, he went to work on like no well, sleep. They would, yeah, they would have been all high too, though. They right? were, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's why everyone ended up coming back. Give me some like, more oh. of that yummy energy. Like, I want to yeah. get back in the vortex. Get me back exactly. in there. It's addictive. It's yeah. addictive. <laughs> it's why we go back for it again, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, um, yeah. so what I guess I'd love to hear the lessons and the things that you learned from Sunny's birth. Um, what are you bringing, yeah, into this next birth? And what are you doing the same? What are you doing different? What's your yeah. vision for this next little baby that you're growing in your belly? You're 24 weeks. It's so exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really interesting because with Sunny, I felt I felt like um, I mean, even just with what was happening in the world, like I was literally stuck at home for majority of the time and and I got so much time to just reflect and sort of integrate things that I needed to and have those conversations and healing moments with people in my life. And there was so much time, like it felt really spacious and I, I felt like I could really nurture that pregnancy. And it's not that I haven't been able to nurture this one, it's just nurturing in a very different way. Like I'm I'm working four days a week. I'm on my feet four days a week. Um, I also have Sunny, toddler. Um, you know, life just looks so different to yeah. when I was pregnant with 
sunny. So I feel like the, and, and even just the energy that I'm holding in myself is not like, don't fuck with me. Like I had with sunny, it's just so much more, um, chill and like flowy than I, like I, but I mean, also circumstantial, I feel like, you know, where mine and Drew's relationship was, I, I really had to hold that strong energy, um, in in myself and then had to hold that with certain relationships like with my mom and you know things like that whereas this time there is so much comfortability and security in so much of my life and just environmentally like what's going on around me that uh I don't feel like I have to like it's there but I don't have to like really hold that in every moment that strength or that that kind of um yeah, that kind of hard, more hardcore strength. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. there, but I, I feel like this time, um, yeah, this little Bubba's calling in something very different to what Sunny is. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so uh, evident what Sunny wanted and what I wanted during that time, and and this time round, uh, yeah, feels like this bubba wants a very different experience, like very, a lot more quiet and sort of um, like, I want, I want people around, but I don't, I can feel like I don't actually want 11 people in the room this time, you know? Um, And whether or not that's just me, Drew, Sunny, uh, you know, our midwife and maybe someone on the side there just in case like Sunny needs extra support or something like that. And yeah, um that's kind of what I'm thinking so far but you know I was saying to Drew too that it might come closer to the day and I'm like no I want everyone here again <laughs> you know like yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah I'm just in a lot more of a flow state this time whereas last time it was so like I want to organize everything and have it all in place so that yeah. we are supported in the best way possible. Yeah, for sure. Again, that's also because our relationship was still so fresh mm. and it was a massive initiation, not just for us, but for our families. You know, mm. our families were joining and that was a massive moment for them to kind of come together as well. But whereas this time, you know, we're already united. We've already got those uh, family systems and support networks in place. So, yeah, yeah it, I feel like already it's going to look very different. <laughs> wow. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. We'll wow. So how have you been on. feeling? <laughs> yeah, we definitely have. How have you been feeling? Uh, great. Yeah. I mean, first trimester was a bit, oh, but, um, yeah. yeah, now that I'm well and truly in my second trimester I've got that like full burst of energy I'm Mm. you know pulling cupboards off walls and clean behind them I'm doing all that yeah 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 lots and lots of nesting vibes happening here at home Wow. Um, but yeah just just energetically very very different to the last time also like symptoms are so different as well like I'm you know, I'm getting sensitive skin, which I've never had sensitive skin before. Mm. And uh, just, yeah, little things like that where I I can just feel it's a very different experience. This is a very different being coming through. Oh, yeah. oh that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool when you get deep like that about it. It's like, yeah, who yeah. is this little soul? Who is this? Yeah. 
this new little soul for the earth. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, Daniel, what a story. Hey, I so need to see this video. <laughs> yeah. So then I can go like reflect back on, on this conversation and go, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll send through the link. Wow, that's so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, such a pleasure. It was so much more better than what I even expected. Not that I expected it like to be any less, but it, that was just blew my mind. It's pretty full power. <laughs> Fucking oath it is. It's just so deep and beautiful and I just love, yeah, it just explains so much hmm. about you as a person. So I cannot <laughs> wait to see you be the mama of two. Yeah. Ramp up, ramp it up, sister. I yeah. can't wait to hear the birth story of this second little baby. And yeah, for sure. Uh, how incredible. Thank you so much for coming and sharing that beautiful story with us today. Yeah. Oh, well, thank it... you for having me on. I feel so privileged to oh, of course. share like... the story and, yeah, talk about it with you too. It's Is so good to. anything else that you wanted to share before we? We close. Not really. I feel yeah. like I've done a lot of <laughs> No, that's good. It's really good for like it's so healing to talk about your previous birth um, while you're pregnant because you, you do, I think, naturally mm. go through this unpacking and reflection anyway, mm. I think. Like I when we was pregnant with Prim, like I just went on this whole journey with my other two births like just reflecting on it and it's just really good to because there's the, the lessons in it that yeah. as we spoke about before you know what are you going to change or what are you going to do different but it's going to be different anyway yeah yeah but yeah. it definitely is uh like it's very therapeutic to, to yes. talk about it and to talk about it in a obviously a held and beautiful safe yeah. space yeah um where you can feel just witnessed and heard mm. in it you know how old were you again when you gave birth to Sunny? 24. Like, you just, what the hell? Yeah. Like, it's just so, it's just so cool. Like, 24, <laughs> I was, like, getting kicked out of clubs. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm, like, you're, like, birthing in power, like, with, like, all that that happened. Like, well, I just think it's so inspirational. It's just really, really, really cool. Like, my inner um, maiden is, like, oh. Yeah, it's very healing for her. Yeah. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you, beautiful Dina. <laughs> and we'll link um, your beautiful art Instagram page in the show notes and on our Instagram if you want to connect in with her. And, yeah, obviously she did our incredible logo, which we feel so honoured to have in our space representing us. Oh, it's even better now, actually. Yeah. It's even better. <laughs> I love that, that we have her. the story. Yeah. yeah. It's just even yeah. better. And the labyrinth on her belly and, like, mm. everything. I love it even more after hearing that story because I'm like, yeah, she's, like, been, like, drawn by full power woman and now your energy's in that. And I'm like, hell yeah. For so sure. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Lots of love. Okay. Thanks, Thank Dina. you. Bye. Love you both. Bye. Love you. <laughs>